0: June is Pride Month and the LGBTQ plus community is gearing up for the second annual Jamestown Pride Festival set to take place in downtown Jamestown, June 10th through 12th. We spoke with Jamestown Pride organizers about what is scheduled for this year. We welcome Jamestown Pride Coordinator, Sheridan Smith and Pride's parent organization, Mental Health Association Executive Director, Stephen Cobb to our studio today. So hello to both of you.
1: Hello.
2: Hi, how are you?
0: So it's great to have you here and we're just about a week away from the second annual Jamestown Pride Festival. So how are things going in the final planning days?
1: So we're, there's there's so much that has already been planned. And now during steering committee meetings, we're just kind of like, okay, what have we forgotten? And there there isn't much, <laughs> which is fantastic. But you know that stage of planning where like nothing needs to be done, but you feel like you should be doing a bunch of stuff. Right, So
2: it kind of feels like we're just pulling everything together we've had. um, What's amazing about Pride is it's this huge event where last year, our first year, I think we kind of estimated we had over a thousand people and we're looking forward to that again. And what's amazing to me is there's this huge project and it's all done by volunteers in our community. Um, The MHA, we are, I guess, are kind of the home for it. We are. And provide... A lot of support, but really, all the work gets done by volunteers. It's it's just this amazing community um, event that's happening, and it's not mm-hmm. just the queer community either. It's all of our allies in the community, and and it was our intention to have an event that was for the whole community. And I'm really proud to say we've been able to do that. Just look at the people who are making it happen.
1: So. And it's a year-round thing so we don't stop meeting we don't kind of rest we don't have an off season it's year-round planning it's year-round doing and the community kind of expands so we Mm -hmm. have like michael maller from erie uh who organizes erie pride who helps out we have warren pride who we've we've grown very close to um recently Mm -hmm. we're we're gonna go and help um, their pride, they're coming to help our pride, especially set up and tear down, mm-hmm. which if you would like to volunteer, <laughs> those are great <laughs> times yeah. to volunteer during set up and during tear down. But like the, the the community Buffalo Pride, of course, Western New York um, Pride Center, like the, the communities, it's not just, you know, it's not just the community in Chautauqua County. It's the community in the area who is doing that. So it's
2: Western New York. Eh? Yeah. In
1: it's incredibly heartening. Pennsylvania. And Northwestern north- Pennsylvania. I was just thinking that. Is it north- Western Western New York, Northwestern Northwestern Pennsylvania. Yes. I don't know. We need to start absorbing <laughs> Ohio into this pretty soon. <laughs> just start to do like Great Lakes pride. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So uh, what can folks expect for this year? Uh, we know what we were limited to do last year because of, you know, some of the COVID restrictions and things. So what do you have on, on the docket for this year's event?
1: so much. So last year's event was that day. And this year's event, we actually have um, three days of things. I mean, it was the the Sunday, there is still the pride service on Sunday morning, which we did have that last year. Um, But we've added Friday. Mm -hmm. So Friday evening, we start off with the slow roll. Um, which is uh, Pearl City Cycle. Mm-hmm. They're putting that on. So 5.30, there's a slow roll. Well, okay, so they say slow roll, but it seems like a very long path for a slow roll, isn't it? Do you think?
2: Well, it's it's five there's, to seven miles. Oh my goodness. I, ha- I haven't got the exact route yet <laughs> yeah. from Pearl City Cycles, but it's five to seven miles. And as, uh, he, as Pearl City said, we can't rule out hills because we are in Jamestown. But... <laughs> Um, so that's starting at 530 at Winter Garden Plaza and mm-hmm. we're going to end at Sneakers.
1: Why are we ending at
2: Sneakers? We are ending at Sneakers because Sneakers is the site of the uh, event that's going to follow that at 9 o'clock. And if You don't know what Sneakers is. Sneakers has historically been, uh, it's a bar on Harrison and Institute Street. and. Uh, historically has kind of been a gathering point for the LGBTQ community in Jamestown. And right now it is the only uh, gay, queer bar in Jamestown. Um, we wanted to have an event there last year with them just because of the significance of sneakers, but we couldn't because they had not reopened because of COVID. But they are this year and they've agreed to host our um, our. A burlesque show, mm-hmm. which is being done by a local burlesque troupe called Laced Up Ladies. And that's at nine o'clock on Friday night mm-hmm. and open to everyone. Everyone 21 and older. 21 and over. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it is a bar. And yeah. while all of our events, except for this one, are family friendly.
1: All of our events, except for this Except one. for Laced Up Ladies. Uh-huh. So. so, depending on if you're... Uh, late Friday night or you're just an early riser in general like me um, in the morning. We've got yoga mm-hmm. Saturday uh, morning. Saturday morning. We yep. have yoga the 11th 830 with um, Andrea De Mayo. Um We've got the pride flag-raising So that's a really integral part of what we do because there's a lot of celebration um, but this is kind of the This this is kind of showing the importance of the queer community in Jamestown um, and Chautauqua County in general. So um, join us at nine thirty at Tracy Plaza for the flag raising, and then the Pride Market from ten until two. So the Pride Market has all sorts of different things. Um, the Rise Journey are actually uh, some of our sponsors who are who are. Um, handling a question and answer tent. So you'll be able to ask questions about the queer community. If you're in the queer community and you want to know more, Um, if you're outside of the queer community, because there'll be, it's with the public market. So we've kind of set this up so that many people will be there um, who don't necessarily you know, think they have a reason to celebrate pride, so now they have a place to go to ask questions. So we want to bring the community together there. We've got um games and prizes, a fifty-fifty raffle. We've got um performances and t-shirts and and um Food trucks. Food trucks this year. Food trucks. Yes. Yeah.
2: Lots of food trucks. Um Storytelling.
1: Storytelling. There is going to be a story time ten and I'm signing up for a slot of that because i can't resist performing um we're going to have at st luke's we're going to have a like sensory cool down place where you can go you can you can um meditate you can get kind of some uh more peaceful atmosphere if that's something that you need um and there will be people there to help facilitate that Mm -hmm. it's just going to be an enormous amount during the um pride market festival
2: And the the Pride Market is on 3rd Street Mm -hmm. from uh, Cherry Street all the way over to Pine Street. So we're going to cross over Main Street this year and Mm -hmm. go over to Pine.
1: Oh, yeah. We're going up Main Street, too. We are. Yeah. So up Main Street, we are going to have things as well. Um, But we are going to um, keep Main Street closed after the market closes because that evening we have some amazing performances that are going to happen, local and um, national, but also across between the two. Mm -hmm. Um, We have the Yucca Lads, a local performing group, uh, which is going to, they're going to perform, but they're also going to uh, be able to do a tribute to one of their members who was sadly lost this past year. Um, So we're going to have that a bit of a touching moment. We're going to have uh, DJ Little Italy um, performing from Buffalo. So a DJ, lots, you know, a lot of dance party kind of vibe going on there. And then as the sun starts to set, well, actually it's setting much later, but as night kind of starts to roll in. As night falls. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I have to make this like dramatic and poetic. Uh, As night falls, then we have (laughs) our... Lighting setup go our sound a local band, um, come to back up our main performer and yeah. uh, special guests.
2: So our our this year we've brought in some performers from Brooklyn, um, and uh, leading you off had a hand in that didn't the, you? I <laughs> did have a hand in that <laughs> is um, the suburbia. Um, who is a, uh, a performer, a drag performer? To call her a drag queen would be to underestimate her talents mm-hmm. because she is a uh, she will be performing live with the band, so it's not just lip syncing. And um, she is has two performers with her from Brooklyn, Islea and Daphne. Always, and we're mm-hmm. it, it's they're very talented. They're going to be singing. They're going to be doing lips sinking. Also um, poetry, they're they're doing some acts that are going to be a tip of the hat to Jamestown and uh, our most famous uh, one-time resident, Lucille Ball. So if you're a Lucille Ball fan, know that she will be acknowledged during this performance. Um, they're really a really wonderful troupe. Uh, the Suburbia has kind of taken the lead in the New York City in making sure that drag performers of color get the um, exposure that is that they need because they're underrepresented in the in the club and drag performance area in New York City. So it's really neat what she brings uh, in addition to it being a wonderful celebration. So we're really excited to have them. They've been rehearsing via Zoom with their band, so there's nothing you can't do via Zoom. So we're really excited no. to have them. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, and this is taking place on the Winter Garden Plaza. Yeah. So mm-hmm. is there, I am imagining this, this is an event that's rain or shine or do you have contingencies for that?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's rain or shine, um, and uh, we have contingency plans. So if it does rain, um, the show will go on, um, but we will help you to stay dry
0: okay mm-hmm. is it <laughs> is there other things happening on the Winter Garden Plaza this year? I know that last year there were activities that were happened there during the day is there anything happening this year there?
1: So this year we have stepped up the performance so the activities are going to be stage setup, sound setup, light setup where the the performance is going to be much um, bigger much more uh, supported by technology and by a crew so um, while you'll be able to kind of go and see different things. So we'll have um, community organizations and resources up there. We'll have some um, swag up there. We'll have puppies for an hour up there at some point. I know we're going to have puppies. Yeah, seriously. So we're, we're going to have all sorts of things that are happening on Main Street right outside. But during the day, it is going to be just a flurry of work setting up the performance because again we have pride has its own audio and and lighting equipment at this point and we're setting up a a breathtaking show so so yeah that's that's the winter garden plaza it is entirely focused on that
2: yeah. So last year, some of the community-based organizations that we had, as you mm-hmm. mentioned, alluded to Julia, were at Winter Garden Plaza. Mm-hmm. So by blocking off Main Street, we're able to move them out, the community-based organizations out on the Main Street. Although people will still be able to access the stairs at Winter Garden Plaza, which is a nice mm-hmm. area, they can sit there. Um, and but the most of Winter Garden Plaza, we, we are going to be doing setup. So, mm-hmm. um, but. It'll, it'll be worth it, because yeah. it's going to be a great performance. Yeah. 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 And then, um, you already alluded to this, but our last official Pride event is Sunday morning at 10 a.m. We're having a Pride service at St. Luke's Episcopal Church. Um, it is a service that's geared to open to anyone, in the community, although um, it being at Saint Luke's, there is a, a faith, a Christian faith element to it. But mm-hmm. we really invite anyone in the community to join
1: us for that, to also
2: to kind of close things off on a spiritual sense.
1: When when is that?
2: Ten a.m. Ten a.m. Sunday, uh, June twelfth. Yeah. So Saint not Luke's. too early. Not, too, not early. too early. Not too
1: early. Yeah. No.
0: No. Uh, thinking about. Things happening nationally, so why why Pride? Right? Why why is this event important? Maybe for mm-hmm. Jamestown and also greater Jamestown area. Mm-hmm. Pride.
1: A, a lot of people have been asking this recently, and I think it's really interesting because um, having Pride is something that we normally view. As kind of a one-and-done thing, we normally view it as just a state of affairs that have nothing to do with a context around somebody. I just have pride in myself, and I love myself, and that's great. And and that's something that is um, a little bit different in embattled communities. To have pride in oneself, to love oneself is kind of rebellion, is radical, because um, we, a lot of us, because I know that it's uh, very different now for the newer generation, and I'm really curious to see how pride evolves and how pride changes with the newer generation taking over. But for a lot of us, we were not visible. We were not taught that there was a, a path for our lives, that there was a story for our life, that there were you know, um, ways to love ourselves or reasons to love ourselves. We had to figure that out or give that to ourselves or give that to each other um, in a community that didn't necessarily have that for us, in a community that didn't necessarily understand this. And so this isn't... Um, this isn't outside of celebration. This isn't outside of you know having having this wonderful party just to see people be who they are and enjoy the day and eat good food and listen to good music. But it's also an act of rebellion against um, you know a community that still often, more often than it should, tells us that um, love is not something we should participate in and we see this with laws that are that are happening and attacks that are happening not just in our community but um, you know in in community of women so women's rights um, I, I talk about this a lot but but queer liberation is black liberation is women's liberation it's it's finding a way to celebrate ourselves no matter what's going on it's finding a place to be and a community to be with no matter what's going on and so bringing that to jamestown um is something that's beautiful because we've all gone or i think we've all gone to buffalo we've all gone i haven't been to new york uh mostly because driving in the city is not something i enjoy doing but maybe i will in future but like we've all gone to bigger cities we've all gone to these larger prides but what does that look like in jamestown how does it feel in jamestown and we're figuring that out we're capturing it right now and it's a lifelong journey so that's that's why we're doing it
2: I, and i i think for me personally being a a person who identifies as a gay man. The, the first time I went to a pride celebration, it personally, it validated me. It, it, it said that I deserved love. It said that I deserved respect. It said um, that I deserved to be treated like anyone else and have those same rights and legal rights and respect and love. And um, But in a larger sense, I think it validates the community, too. And it, it says that we, as a community, are one that embraces everyone, that loves everyone, that respects everyone, that believes that everyone in our community has the same rights. And um, I I I think a pride celebration is, it, it's not just for those of us who identify as directly as part of that community, it's for our larger community. And, you know, just, just like Um, We've got Juneteenth coming up when I am not a person of color, but when I go to Juneteenth, I understand that it's an acknowledgement and celebration of those people of color in our community, but it's also a celebration of us as a community to acknowledge that we find places for everyone, that everyone is welcome. And, And sometimes that feels aspirational and sometimes it feels real, like, hey, we're there. Um, you know, and you can have both of those senses from it. Hey, we're there, but there's still work to do. And so while it, it, you know, having pride in Jamestown validates all of us who are part of the community, it it, it gives us value. it, it, it doesn't give us value. It acknowledges the value that we have. Um, and it, but also the larger community, and we live in a time, where we sometimes question that. Are we living up to our ideals as a country and as a community? Are we living up to those, you know, those words that we see in our founding documents and sometimes we feel we're not. And so I I think celebrations like this become even more important. And it's not just the queer community that has these. We. We have days that acknowledge women's rights. We have days that acknowledge the Hispanic community. Um, Juneteenth is coming up. Um, you know, these these are these are important f- for us as a community to say, "Hey, this this is who we are."
1: And with what with events that have been happening, especially the the spree shooting in Buffalo, it's it's kind of an antidote to some of that to see queer folk, non-queer folk, um, existing happily and supporting each other. It's something that is not without anxiety. It is something that is not without some some trepidation. And I can't imagine what the black community is going through as far as Juneteenth. But showing up, having a large community around you, seeing acceptance, seeing love, and f- and seeing over and over the antithesis of hate and violence, seeing something that is completely um, opposed to that is important to do. Even for those of us who are not like great crowd, social butterfly type people, to be able to see that, to be able to see that on a large and small scale, to be able to have in your head, yes, these horrible things happen and we need to address that, we need to fight that, but also wonderful things happen. Community comes together, families um, exist and can can walk around in downtown Jamestown without fear, can walk around in the parks without fear. Um, to be able to see that, to have that evidence counter is really important to be able to um, You know just live a happy life to be able to fulfill whatever purpose you feel you have during this life and also then to continue fighting for yourself and for other people
0: Mm -hmm. Jamestown pride is now since 2020 has had several events not just the you've had the pride fest last year you've had two national coming out day events Mm -hmm. as well as the Fenton um, history centers uh, exhibit Mm -hmm. have what kind of reaction have you been getting from the community whether it's the queer community or non-community community community, i mean good or bad
1: we i mean so we've had a lot of really um good input from the queer community we've had people uh suggest things and we've had good suggestions for way down the line because the queer community thinks big they think Mm -hmm. really big so we've had some Mm -hmm. suggestions for just these these giant festivals and we will get there Um, but it may take time Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, yeah so i we we have had a lot of positive response we've had a lot of um you know we've had people who have come up to us and we've solicited this uh critiques you know what could we do better what do we need to think about for next year what do we need to um plan better because we're always growing and we keep inviting people on by the way if you would like to become part of the steering committee (laughs) Uh, please email Jamestown pride at dot org that's right. my sale there but or just volunteer yeah. to help steering committee
2: help. sounds intimidating mm-hmm. just it just does, volunteer to, to help you're
1: up to it <laughs> I promise
2: you but but I think um, I've gotten a lot of feedback from um, I of course a lot of folks in the community but also folks outside the community um, I, I've got an amazing Amount of feedback. I've had a couple businesses say to me that they've used uh, the fact that we have a pride event every year as a as a recruitment tool mm-hmm. to to be able to show people um, who who organizations are trying to convince uh, folks to move to Jamestown talent yep. that we need in Jamestown, um, that Jamestown is an inclusive place, that Jamestown is a, a community that that supports and embraces all the members of its community. Um, and I, we know that living here. I, I have those lived experiences of Jamestown, but when you're trying to get people to come to Jamestown, you know, you, you've got you to gotta show them the goods, so yeah. to speak. And we're a community now that can show them the goods. Um, that, hey, we have a Pride Festival. We have a Juneteenth Festival. We mm-hmm. have all these wonderful things. We have a Comedy Center, all, all these great things. And this is what shows what kind of community we are. And businesses and foundations are using the fact that we have a Pride Festival as a selling point for Jamestown and Chautauqua County. That wasn't our intention, but that, that's, that's a good um, a side effect that's happened. I'm really happy about that.
1: There's even a story of somebody who was at one of our National Coming Out Day events, um, somebody who had moved away, I believe, in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And as soon as this person um, heard that there was a pride organization in town, they decided that it was time to move back to their home, a place that they had they had wanted to be, uh, a place where they had wanted to be, where they had wanted a connection, but they didn't have a connection because they were afraid to be here. And this was palpable proof that they don't have to be afraid anymore. Mm-hmm. And the, the other events that we have, the, the National Coming Out Day events, they're smaller events. They're events that are more inwardly focused. It's about telling each other stories in the queer community. Um, but we get, we get just so many, so many different stories. Um, it's amazing. I think that's one of my favorite things: is how many stories we get from just running into people at the Pride Festival, from the coffee house event, from um, running into people in general, or people reaching out through Facebook or email. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Two part question. Yep. W- one part is. Where can people find more information about the events coming up on June 11th? And second, you've kind of touched on this before, but if people are saying, well, I want to be involved either with the event on June 11th or future Pride events and or and, and happenings, how can they get in touch with you? What should they do?
1: So we have... Um we have a number of uh, ways to get in touch with us. One of them is the email. So if you have a formal request um, for anything in particular, uh, especially if you're one of our sponsors. So we do have a number of sponsors. Evergreen Health is a presenting sponsor, the MHA in Chautauqua County, um, Jamestown Public Market, our partner, um, Hope Chautauqua Prevention Works, the Chautauqua Center, Nestle Purina, Schultz Auto Group, and The Rise Journey, who I mentioned previous. But if you want to become one of our sponsors, if you want to table at an organization, one of the easier ways to do that is to email us, jamestownpride at org. Um, otherwise, you know, if especially if you're looking to volunteer, um, there's the Jamestown Pride main Facebook page, and then we have the Jamestown Pride volunteers page headed up by our volunteer coordinator. If you want to volunteer, go there. If you have questions about um, performances, anything, um, you know, you can email, you can message either of the Pride Facebook groups. Um, we have an Instagram now. Yep. You can DM us on Instagram. We just, any, any place you find us, continue to reach out. You can, anyone on the committee, if you know that we're involved, I have a number of people who ask me questions directly. Right.
2: And we're, um, I, one of our goals for next year is to have our own website. We will have that next year. Um, we're kind of focused on social media right now, but if you're not on social media, you could also just call the MHA, and that number is 716-661-9044, and you can ask to speak to somebody about pride, and we'll, we'll be able to answer any of your questions.
0: Mm-hmm. So one thing we, I, I noticed you haven't mentioned is, is there a cost to going to Pride or is it for any of these events happening that weekend?
2: No. And isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Everything is free. Um, it, it, Sheridan just went through our list of sponsors. Uh, this, um, this event, putting on an event the size is not cheap. Um, so we have, um, and all of it is free because of these sponsors who have been so generous to us. So um er, er, all of our events are free. So um don't use that as a reason to not come. The cost of a ticket. There is no cost. Yeah. So join us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And as you said, everything's family friendly. Is it including the Saturday evening event? Is that a family friendly event?
1: The Saturday evening event? Yeah. Yeah, that is. That is. Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um come down during anytime uh keep uh keep following us on facebook Mm where we're we're still figuring out the exact times of the events especially during the public market we have the evening show completely blocked out um but keep following us keep um checking in with us keep asking us questions communicating with us as we as we get this going and then on the day we'll see you there
0: anything else either of you would like to add
2: I think that's it. I think that's it. I well, no. I just want to say thanks to the community for making this possible. Last yeah. year, last year, I, I think, gosh, it was probably a month and a half before Pride. We weren't even sure it was going to happen, and we um, got the okay, and it happened. And the the support and the turnout from the community was amazing. So um, really, you know, we, we put this together with a lot of hard work and sweat, and um, but. Um, it's it it's it's not real until everyone shows up and mm-hmm. participates and takes part in it, and then it becomes real. Thank you to Chautauqua County and Jamestown for for wanting this and showing up. So, and we hope we all see you again on June eleventh, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Tenth, eleventh, and 12th. yes, yes we'll it's not you. just one day anymore.
1: We'll see you on the tenth, <laughs> on the eleventh, and some on the twelfth. Well.
0: James Sound Pride Coordinator James uh, Sheridan Smith and MHAs Executive Director Stephen Cobb. Thank you so much for being with us here today.
2: Thank you for having thank us. Thank you.